0: Good morning, guys, and welcome to the JCN Clinic podcast show. Again, I'm Carissa, and today we've got Emma and Paige. Say hello. 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 Um, and today we've actually decided, like, it's a bit of an impromptu topic that we decided yesterday we're going to talk about, because we have the three of us in here, um, and we're actually just going to talk about um, plant-based herbs as kind of and their properties that we use and encourage our clients to eat in clinic. But we thought tacking onto that because we have Paige working with us now and Paige is trained as a naturopath, so she has got this kick-ass knowledge of herbs from a completely different perspective to what we do. We thought we could talk about why, you know, food as medicine from a herbal perspective is super important, but then we're going to pick Paige's brain and she is going to explain to us um, some, like, Like probably broader herbal Mm. properties of things that you know are found in plants and the Mm. the just easy things that you can pop into your food every day, but then also some of their other things, Mm. other things that they can be useful. Hey, Mm, absolutely, and I think it's important to,
1: I guess, acknowledge that uh, as nutritionists, we work primarily with food and with Mm. nutrients and nutraceuticals and whatnot, Um, and we're not herbalists and we we don't we don't delve a lot into herbs like. But Paige, being a naturopath, is actually trained very well and extensively Mm -hmm. in herbs. So it's so cool to have her to kind of, yeah, be in the clinic and,
0: yeah. 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 She's, like, smiling so sweetly. (laughs) (laughs) So it is good. Like, I think, yeah, exactly what Em was saying, like... We, like, yeah, we do primarily work with food. Like, food is our base. Food is Paige's base as well. Like, she's a very very foodie-based naturopath. Mm. Um, But, like, we have always outsourced um, liquid herbs Mm. where necessary. Like, Mm. we've got a couple of great herbalists that we've worked with. And now that we're fortunate enough to have Paige working with us, we actually have the opportunity to, well, for Paige, um, to utilise, you know, herbal medicine in the clinic for some, of, for our clients, if we refer them to her, but also for her clients as well. So it's a little bit of a added bonus that we've mm. got now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I just think there's so many cool things that herbs do, and so many medicinal properties that herbs have that I think people don't really think mm. too much about it when they throw them onto their plate. Like yeah, like yeah. sprinkling parsley from a high height onto your plate looks amazing, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I
1: think that herbs are totally underused. I feel like Same. they are as
0: well. Like we're, I think we mm. take it for granted because we're all such herbal freaks. So mm. When it comes to pimping our salads, adding, mm. making pestos, making um, chimichurris. Like, we mm. do all these cool things with herbs from a flavor perspective, but we also have that little bit of a knowledge in the background mm. that they're also doing amazing things for our gut and our circulation mm. and, mm. you know, anti inflammatory things. And they're little powerhouses of nutrients and antioxidants and anti inflammatory properties. So we innately know that. But mm. I feel like for a lot of people, they don't really utilize herbs to the extent they could mm-hmm. be from a flavor perspective or oh. but from a nutritional perspective. So good. That's why we bloody want to talk about it today. Mm. So we're gonna just literally go through and pick some of our faves that we use. And I'm just—I've literally just written a list of things that I thought of off the top of my head, and it's quite an extensive list. But I'm just Emma and I will just (laughs) say randomly what else we know they do and how we use them. But then we're gonna just dump page in the hot seat so mm-hmm. she can give you guys some really extra cool mm. properties of those plants and things that they do like obviously being a naturopath as well I feel like there's a whole um spiritual entity to plants as well yeah. I don't know if we'll go so much into that but I think yeah. it's a really cool space if there's anything you feel like um is worth mentioning mm. um how much time do we have yeah, <laughs> the other thing guys we are not <clears throat> lost for time (laughs) but anyway let's start so i just i thought we'd start with some really easy ones Mm -hmm. um let's start with mushrooms so we've obviously done a whole podcast on mushrooms, but like I think of mushrooms straight up and all I think of like straight up is immunity. Yeah. Um, veg- like people like also, you know, classed back in the day as vegetarians meat. Um, mm-hmm. They have some, you know, they do have some B vitamins in there. Um, they are a great source of lots of little things. Um, vitamin D. <laughs> vitamin D. That's what awesome. it <laughs> that was the other one. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are great from a flavor perspective. Now that we're re- moving into this really cool sphere with mushrooms, we're starting to really have access to a lot of um, things that aren't just button mushrooms or field mm, mushrooms. Yeah. We've got reishi mushrooms, we've got oyster mushrooms, we've got lion's mane. We've got some really cool stuff happening. But I, I just think of mushrooms, and my first thought is immunity. Mm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. So and you can get um in terms
1: of how you eat mushrooms, you can obviously eat eat them as. as as the plant that they are, um, or there's lots of, you know, mushroom powders and whatnot and tinctures, that are, yeah. and tinctures that are out there at the moment that we will often encourage, you know, if someone's got low immunity, go and buy one of these mushroom, really high-quality mushroom powders um, and, you know, start adding it to, you know, hot, hot drinks, you know, mm. having a um, – <laughs> A shroom latte, or something, like that. Like, but you know, just like little ways that you can start to incorporate. And obviously, too, like some of the supplements we use have really high quality, you know, reishi mushroom um, extracts yep. and whatnot. So they're they're well studied for their immune um, modulating benefits. Yep.
0: Mm. Any, yeah. Any any like little
2: pearls of wisdom on mushrooms? I think, yeah, immunity is a really big one. I know when I was in uni, uh, going through uni, there was a lot of research around cancer, like mushrooms yeah. in cancer and things like that. Obviously, as like an adjunct therapy to chemo and radiation and things mm. like that, not um, solely uh, just <laughs> the, the treatment. Um, just just <laughs> got like a caveat there. Um, but, yeah, so that was kind of the big one when I was going through uni. But, yeah, like obviously since then, mm. we've seen this huge boom of all of the powders and the, mm. um, like, Adaptogen is a word I guess mm. gets thrown thrown around a lot. Um, so that kind of basically means the body's ability to adapt to stressors, environmental, um, and the immune system as well to adapt to kind of what's going on and to help modulate that. So mm. yeah, I think you guys have kind of nailed it. Oh, mushroom
0: Adaptogen. is yeah I didn't know that yeah so like yeah. the
2: different ones are like mm. you know I'm more talking about more of the powdered mm. ones now that we see like some of those are adaptogens like yeah um like jing or how oh, I don't know how oh, to yeah, say yeah, these yeah. things <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like makeup, even some like herbs you're just like mm. yeah <laughs> like I'm pretty much yeah
0: but um yeah you're just like okay um, but, yeah, some of them are adaptions. Okay. Yeah. So you can use mushrooms basically from anywhere just literally cutting up mushrooms and putting them into your food raw mm. or cooked all the way through to powders, mm. um, tinctures, mm. and then even that you you can use it as, like, tinctures and a herbal, like, formulation as well. Hey? Yeah. 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 So, like,
2: five mushroom blend is, like, um, one that we have as, like, a liquid herbal
0: um, that we've used. Yeah. Um, even, yeah, reishi as a liquid herbal as well. Um, yeah. And do you think that, you know, obviously, like, you know, from a food-based perspective through to a herbal perspective, like, obviously, the concentrations get stronger. So the the more the effect Ah. you're trying to exert, the further up the scale you go. Totally, yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's why I think why I love liquid herbs so much, and obviously we'll probably get more into this, but because they are so concentrated, Mm, like, we all know how amazing – herbs are as like the plant that we sprinkle on our well not sprinkle we probably just chuck, chuck loads of it on our food um but f- from then to like herbal teas and then to like herbal liquids or yeah um so they're a lot stronger and more potent so um yeah and that's why they work so well as well because it's like more of the herd that's just been Jammed into the bottle,
0: yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) basically. I'm so glad you said tea as well because I was going to cover this more at the end, but we might as well while we're on the topic now. Like we've got Mm. food grade stuff that we can just everyone can utilize every single day in their life as Mm. just. And I just think some people are like, well, if you can get the liquid herbs, why not take the concentrated source of it? But I'm just like, you can do so much with food every day, Mm. yeah. um, Just as just as a preventative, and then you know when you need that extra help, that's where you know like tinctures and liquid herbs Mm. come in handy. But like. Like, even in that little sphere, a little bit just beyond food, but before we get into, you know, um, therapeutic prescribing is probably the way to say it, Yeah, we've got teas as well. Mm. So we've got, like, we utilise a lot of herbal tea in the clinic. I don't even think about how much we actually prescribe it to people until we actually mm. start mm. talking about it. And, you know, there's so many different cool, you know, herbal blends that yeah. people do really well on, like for like for liver um, detoxification mm. support and for stress support. Yeah. And- I thought
1: you meant, like, We utilize it like we go through it because
0: we do. We do. (laughs) People should see our tea cupboard. Like, it is actually we have taken over. If anyone can see the JCN Clinic, like, staff room, it's not even our staff room, it's the actually entire level one staff room. But we pretty much own every cupboard, cupboard, drawer, and level in the fridge. We actually have a whole double cupboard, like, open up, double door, double shelf cupboard dedicated to tea. Yeah, I knew I found my people when I saw the tea cupboard. (laughs) I was like, I'm home. I'm home. And
1: we, we just all we do is just like put our Teas in our little yeah. tea T- strainer yeah. mm-hmm. um, cups, and mm-hmm. we just have tea constantly. Yeah. Like I, I don't drink as much tea as I do here. Like no, I just am constantly refilling it. Same. Tea.
0: But I feel like here it's kind of like I actually crave tea yes, when I'm working here. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. I have a thing. Like I actually don't drink a lot of tea at home at all. To be yeah, honest, like, like, I've got tea, but it just sits there. But when I'm at work, I'm like tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I drink it all the time. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um oh. but I think it's such a comforting thing too yeah like it tea and it's such a ritual and and the reason I guess why we use it a lot in clinic as well is because it's so cheap and easy for people mm. like yeah everywhere has tea like yeah. you can mm. get it anywhere now um and yeah it's easy and it works and it's delicious and I think um it's More accessible, that's the word I was trying to get, is more accessible than liquid herbs are because obviously you have to Mm. get those through a trained practitioner. So you can kind of, um, yeah, really – gosh, I can't Um, (laughs) speak, notice the benefits of herbs without having to use um, herbal elixirs or tonics. You Mm. can kind of use the the tea. Yeah.
0: yeah. So some of the ones that I think are probably just really easy to come to mind, like obviously I love my green tea. I love Mm. peppermint tea. I love licorice tea. Mm. So green tea I think great for so many things like Mm. detoxification. I actually love green tea after eating. I feel like it's a really great digestive tonic. Mm, Like I just, you know... It's either, for me, it's black coffee or green tea after mm. I eat a mm. meal. Like, I just feel like there's something about that that well, just... Yeah, that's what we do yeah. when we have
1: lunch, if we have it together every single day. And then it's, like, lunch and then it's a green tea. And then we all, <laughs> all grab our green tea and sit back down. Like, it's, yeah.
0: it's just... It, lunch isn't complete without a tea. Without a tea afterwards. So there is... And then there's, there's like, peppermint tea, which is great for digestion. Chamomile tea. Yeah. I actually can't stand it. I loathe oh, it. I love but, it. But oh. so many people do. But it's... So chamomile tea, like, my understanding, like, the first thing I just think of it is, um, like, sleep, calming, calming sleep.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. Really good for digestion as well. So ah. it's really anti-inflammatory, soothing. Um, it's kind of like a big warm hug. Oh. And it's, it's really, like, it's really nice and soothing on all of the mucous membranes. So, like, all the way in mm. our mouth and our throat down our digestive system. Like, it's really soothing and anti-inflammatory for all those mucous membranes. So – and I use it a lot too if um, – Wow, we're not, not too far in and I'm already going to talk about poo, but um, it's really good if you feel like you're not completely evacuating, yeah, like chamomile right. tea. I've used that with a couple of clients yeah. and it's like, they're like, oh, I'm no, I'm, really? I'm pooing. See,
0: I didn't know that about Completely. Yeah. yeah, it's really good That's for awesome. helping to kind
2: of um, evacuate the bowel. So yeah. any constipation, I use it a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, and again, like I'll often use the tea before I use a tincture just because it's, again, it's easy for people. Most people can find it um, mm. and it's, yeah, it's it's it's
0: tastes pretty good, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Not nice. Um, there was something else about sound tea and then I got di- sidetracked by digestive talk. By poo. By poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say that's right with chamomile, but not FODMAP friendly. Yeah. So for all the foddies out there, oh. yeah, not FODMAP friendly. I actually, I think it's one of, there's a couple of teas tea blends that aren't FODMAP but chamomile is the only one that I can actually remember off the top of my head Um, so anyway so for all the little Foddies out there you can't do chamomile but there's lots of other stuff you can do yeah licorice I think um and you might get into this when you talk about your favorite liquid herbs Mm. but um I feel like licorice is a great one like I feel like it's a lot of people, I feel like people have a love hate relationship with licorice yeah. in terms of taste. I mm. personally love aniseed. I love fennel. I love licorice. Mm. I love, I always have. I hate licorice. Do you? Yeah. The taste, but I like licorice tea. Do you? It's different. It the taste is different. Yeah.
1: It's like sweet. Very sweet. Yeah. yeah. And licorice tea is very sweet. Uh, yeah. It doesn't taste anything like normal licorice to me. Yeah. I like okay. black licorice. Ugh. Yeah. It's not aniseed
0: at all. I love black licorice. Ugh. I used to like just live on those. Remember those bullseye lollies? So yeah. the black ones? Oh. You never want to kick them to the side of yeah That's like, me. me so i'd be the one going and just for like same with black jelly beans the, and the black cats and things like yeah. that yeah. 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 yeah 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 you're like Ooh. um but yeah so licorice tea my understanding i just this is just my basic knowledge great for the gut so great for the digestive system yeah. very nice and soothing and calming especially like from a spasm point of view yes um and then great for the adrenals yes um, yeah yeah i use yeah. it a lot for
2: adrenals yeah, um, yeah supporting people's adrenals yeah um, helps like modulate the um like blood pressure as well if you've actually got Mm, it's contraindicated yeah mm. in low blood pressure because it does like lower blood it can lower blood pressure in some people so it is yeah you have to be careful with that Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I use it a lot for adrenals um, and it tastes good. So I often put it, like I'll put it in a mix if someone's like never had l- liquid herbs it. before oh, okay. or there's, yeah, there's something else foul in there and I'm like,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, you're going to hate me. <laughs> but, but I made this
2: taste like licorice. <laughs> it a little bit sweet. Yeah. So it's good for that as well. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, so I've got like another thing of mine that I feel like a lot of people have growing in their garden and something that people forget about. And it's only because of my crazy bloody skin rash that I had last week from getting absolutely savaged by mid-G's now that we know what it is, is um, that has actually like really just changed. Like look at my arms, guys, compared to last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, crazy. aloe vera.
2: Yeah. so
0: I like obviously it's one of those things like I feel like obviously we, we have access to so much stuff that you go through ebbs and flows with what you're super passionate about and what yeah. you get really excited about and then some things you kind of forget about um, aloe vera for me is something that I've actually kind of forgotten about like I remember years ago being super excited about it from a gut healing mm. perspective and I think it was a bit of a rage thing as well yeah totally where the they drinks went, the drinks and yeah. all that kind of stuff Um, and I always had aloe vera plants when I was living up the mountain so I did utilise it a lot for sunburn and stings mm. and bites cuz I was always getting attacked by things in the bush um, but I've just kind of forgotten about it over the last couple of years since I hadn't lived up there. And then when I got savaged by midges last week, and the girls will vouch, so anyone that didn't see it on social media, I'm not talking a couple of bites. Oh, I'm talking like probably were covered covered, and hundreds of, and because I'm a reactive person, like I actually had then an, um, allergic, an reaction. allergic reaction to the bites. So my legs and arms were, were just covered. And honestly, it was just awful. Like anyway. Getting, getting, moving on from that. So she's what, just bandaged you girl, she's up. she's like, sort of being a bubble like a kid. Mummy. Like, mum just laughs at me because she's like, no one actually knows how I survived in the bush for 14 years because I should have been a bubble child, like, realistically. Probably did your immunity good. Oh, that's what I said. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting soft now that I'm living back in the city. Yeah. Like, back in suburbia. It's actually not good for me. I'm ready to get rid by scorpions and spiders and stuff to keep me tough. <laughs> But so what um, What we did on the weekend, like, Mick and I were out having breakfast and obviously my arms were still so itchy. Mm. Like, they just go – it goes through flares where when you, they get a bit of sun on them or anything like that, it just flares mm. off. And so he went and actually, like, got a butter knife. We were at this cafe and just went and hacked off the side of this aloe vera plant for me because, like, and he's just like – we took it back to his place and we actually skinned it and then yep. scooped all the gel out of it. Yep. And then with the gel, we kind of just messed – got a spoon and just broke all that apart because it's yep. kind of so slimy and stuff. Um And then just mixed it with water, added some ice cubes, kept it in the fridge so it all melted down and just kept turning. And then we just proceeded to just keep putting that on my skin over the course of the long weekend. It was a freaking game changer because I couldn't put any moisturizer on my skin because my skin would react to it and get itchy. So I haven't really been able to topically apply anything that hasn't made me feel worse. Um, and honestly, like everything just started to calm down within two applications of aloe vera. And it just reminded me like, cause obviously our skin is so similar to our gut yeah, in yeah. terms of, you know, it's, um, it's structure. Like our skin is a protective mechanism from the outside world and a barrier like our gut is our mm. internal barrier from, you know, mm. um, you know, floating around toxins and stuff like that. So, just watching how quickly my skin changed in 24 hours mm, just made wow. me re- like remember how amazing aloe vera yeah. is, like for our gut and yeah, for so many yeah. things as well, and it's something that most people have growing as a weed in their garden. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. so that's amazing. yeah. So it's not something, you know, you're going to run and eat straight away. I think there, I can't remember what end of it. There's one part of the aloe vera plant that yeah. is actually a diuretic or the yellow bit. Like there's like a yellow
2: filmy bit. Is it? White. and that's what gives you like you literally get the, get the skin off. The shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to, <laughs> to get, get like the, sweats. the clearer, okay. the clearer yeah. jelly stuff. Yeah. And it's that's good for, for your stuff gut. That you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you said slimy, so that slimy, I guess, component of it is what is so healing and mm. nourishing for the gut. So yeah. that's,
0: yeah. Yeah
1: and that's wow so literally you think about what it did to your skin
0: like and then I just I just like I was, imagine the gut yeah, yeah just exactly. imagine the gut like to actually see my skin transform so quickly mm. from being dry and scaly and red and reactive angry. like just angry mm. to just all of a sudden calming down and then just the dryness going mm. away I was just like this is how it works in our <laughs> gut like I was having one of my little excited moments and I'm sure Mick was just like oh sorry. <laughs> here we go again, here we go again. <laughs> But, but, um, yeah, so aloe vera, I thought definitely was one that I just wanted to drop into this. Mm. It's not something we physically eat and add to salads and stuff like that, mm. but just from a healing perspective, mm, like,
1: absolutely.
0: you know, food is medicine, it's found in nature. Most people have an aloe vera plant, so for mm. so many reasons, you can utilize it for your gut health and your skin yeah, health. Definitely. So back to herbs, because I just wanted to talk about aloe vera. Um, ginger. Yeah, let's talk yes. ginger. Let's talk ginger. I, I love, love ginger. ginger.
1: Oh, my God. I I love it. I love ginger
0: the way – I love garlic, but I love ginger the way everyone else loves garlic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. I feel like there's something about ginger, like – from a, like, a juicing perspective or a food mm. perspective, like, it just lights a fire in your belly, yeah, right? Totally. Like, you have it, and you can, it just feels like it's doing stuff when you have it as in a juice preparation or grated raw into food. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you dressings? know. Dressings? Dressings, yeah. yeah. Grated right? into yeah. dressings. Remember my Asian dressing yes. that I made that just got a so shit ton good. of raw ginger and garlic and chili? Yeah. Um, so but yeah, like for me, I think of ginger and I just think anti inflammatory. Mm. That's the word that comes to mind for me. Mm. That's, yeah. you know, an awesome taste. Yeah. And yeah. digestive, like digestive. Digest, yeah. Because so you can just feel it. Like when you yeah. have it, like if you get not powdered ginger, but proper raw ginger, like you have it, you just know yeah. it's doing stuff.
1: And also nausea. Yeah, true.
0: Yeah. 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 Like really good for motion sickness. Yeah. Or and just period morning cramps. cramps. Yeah. Cramps. Oh, really? You use a lot in period mixes?
2: Mm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. anti-inflammatory as well as you yeah, said, yeah. but yeah, um, and just warming, like it's mm, it warms you up.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. So and ginger, something honestly, like everyone has access to it. It mm. can be utilized in tea. It can be like you can just literally grate raw ginger and add some hot water, yeah. and you've mm. got a ginger and lemon tea. Yeah. You can make dressings with it, so just literally grate it into dressings um, with, you know, sesame oil or olive oil and apple cider vinegar, like whatever you want to do there. You can put it raw into salads. You can cold press juice it. I've got like a little like a um, morning kickstart tonic that I've used for a lot of my clients, and it's literally um, through a cold press juicer, like a little bit of apple juice if you need something to sweeten it, but you don't have to, but literally like it's fresh ginger Um, lemon juice, a bit of cayenne pepper sprinkled on top or a little bit of chilli through the juicer and a little Mm. bit of apple cider vinegar. Like just that first thing in the morning. Knock your socks off. Knock your socks off. Wake you up. uh, (laughs) Wow. But yeah.
1: (laughs) that fire cider we've got. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's little things like that. So ginger's a particularly cool one. And then we Mm. might as well talk about garlic while we're on ginger. I feel like garlic's probably not something that you guys – it's not a herbal garlic, is it? Or is it? Nah, I've never seen no, it. expert. Like, not really. I don't yeah, I
2: just use it in food mainly. Mm,
0: yeah. But garlic I think I have a
2: love hate relationship with garlic after doing
0: that, uh, Yeah. <laughs> so I won't <laughs> say anything about yeah. it. <laughs> so garlic is like anti everything, like antibacterial, antiviral, um. Antiviral, antibacterial. There's another anti. Great. Antifungal. Fungal. Thank you. I was going to say antimicrobial. That covers all of it. Yeah. So like from like garlic is something that just has been utilised for thousands and thousands and thousands of years mm-hmm. for so many reasons yeah. like there's topical things that people put it in because of its properties like I've heard of people using it for like um the wart virus like for mm-hmm. kids and stuff like actually strapping yeah. it onto warts oh, yeah I know it sounds <laughs> gross but like when you read about stuff like you read all these random stories and you're like yeah but it makes sense straight
1: away I just pictured literally like a <laughs> finger with like a bulb of garlic <laughs> <and>
0: strapped to <laughs> it. it feels like, feel sorry for that kid <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. But we, in
1: terms of, like, um, we what we use it for, like, if, if someone's getting unwell, getting sick, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, increase your intake of garlic, like fresh garlic. I have, even in the past, gone and, like, if I've been getting sick a few years ago, just I ch- literally, herb. like, yeah. just Same. eaten like so many clothes, and I yeah. literally smelled like garlic. Yeah,
2: yeah. I did it um, from Andy the other day. I yeah. just like, well, actually, I think he chopped it up. Credit where credit's due, and like put it in a <laughs> teaspoon of honey, and like just swallowed it. Yeah. And
0: um, yeah. Yep. yeah, 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 like it, and yeah, um. I've got clients who, and they'll probably be listening to this and be like, "Yeah, she talked about a soup. But um, um, my client, um, Rachel, her mum makes a, I can't remember, it's like something called a 52 clove garlic soup.
1: Whoa. It's literally
0: like, she. I think she's going to send me the recipe or she's tagged me in or something like that. But it, like Whoa. when her kids get sick or anything like that, she will make up this soup, soup. and obviously potent as, but holy crap, like nothing is going to fight that. Yeah, totally. Like, nice. sorry, yeah. virus or sorry, bacterial infection, yeah. you are going down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. Um, so, that, like, I feel like garlic is just kick ass on so many levels. And again, something that is so easy to utilize in mm-hmm. everyday life for those of you that can have it. Sorry, again, fodmapers, not yeah. there for you yet. And sulfur bacteria thriving. But the people. olive oil. But you can use a garlic-infused yeah. olive oil, and you can make garlic-infused olive oil at home as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty Absolutely. doable. Absolutely.
1: Um, the other thing I was going to say about garlic is that we use garlic in supplement form, Absolutely. quite a lot, as an antimicrobial for the gut. So yeah. you know, to, um, to treat certain types of bacteria and overgrowths. Like it's, yeah. we use and and in that form, it's like I don't know what one capsule would be equivalent to, but many, many cloves of garlic. um, And it is really, really effective for a lot of people. Um, So, yeah, it's... I it's feel a great one. An
0: interesting thing that I did learn about <clears throat> garlic too, like, and I haven't checked this since I learnt about it, so this was years ago, mm-hmm. but remember how there's always been that theory about garlic that if you, some people who eat a lot of it, you can smell it coming out mm. in their pores? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually got to do with your liver and yes. not detoxifying the sulphur components yes. properly. Oh, really? Yeah, see, I found that easy because I, I used to compare myself to other people who would sweat garlic, and I look at my garlic intake like it is freaking phenomenal. Yeah. If a recipe says one to two cloves of garlic, I'm oh. like five to six, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm just like, how am I consuming garlic in these copious amounts and not sweating it out? But then, obviously, when we went to uni and like all that stuff, I was like, oh, this has got to do with our phase two liver. Phase two liver is on point. Yes, excellent. <laughs> so I'm glad I have got someone to back that one up.
1: Yeah. I'm like, I question that
0: for you. Oh. <laughs> 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 My phase two liver you, functions you, you so efficiently. Your body liver. <laughs> Coffee. Oh my god. Oh, that's why we live wondered toxicol. Uh,
2: <laughs> coffee's a the herb though, right? Coffee's a plant. Yeah, like let's, let's be that.
1: serious.
0: Let's talk about that and it's medicinal bloody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh god. god. All, all right. right.
1: Let's go to the next one. Let's
0: talk about um let's talk about just some really easy ones that people have in their gardens. Yeah. Like I think of I think like obviously when we all make salads and again we're Probably a little bit not biased, but just so routine. Not routine, but this is just so ingrained in us. Like yeah. we will add, I uh, like this is this is a standard herbal mixture that goes into a salad for me, without a doubt, coriander, awesome. without yep. a doubt, dill, yeah, without oh. a doubt, parsley. Yes. They're my they're my top three. Yes, same. Yep. Okay, so I always have them in my fridge, and they're always getting added. I freaking have a love affair with sage and different things oh. you can do with sage. Um, I have to say though, dill up there for me. Oh, oh dill, like, same. dill and coriander. I love dill. Yeah. So like from a like a food based point of view, I really don't have a lot to offer apart from the fact that they taste bloody great. I know most of your green herbs like you think folate, you think vitamin C, like chlorophyll, polyphenols, polyphenols. Yeah. 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 Like there's so much in herbs that just beyond how amazing they make foods taste, they're mm. there's these little powerhouses mm. of nutrients. And it's just a, such a
1: great um, alternative or junk like you can add you know um just just from spinach like going from spinach or, or even lettuce I often will get my clients to go right what other greens can you use mm, and totally. can you use you know spinach and rocket and then maybe can you put some coriander in there and you know yeah. go to the farmer's markets and buy you know yeah a few I get like five bunches for a few dollars or something yeah. like that like it's crazy and they're yeah. huge compared to you know, when you go to the supermarket mm. and you The flavour is little. so
0: different too. Like anyone yeah. who buys herbs from a farmer's market or grows their own yeah. as opposed to... Like I have a thing about, especially dill and coriander, like I pinch them before I buy them mm. because for me, like, and I, I assume that this would play out, it does in my mind, so therefore it is right, um, <laughs> that like the more potent the smell... Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like with the herb, the more nutritionally yeah. dense it's going to yeah. be. Like yeah. I feel like there has to be a correlation there. Yeah. Don't everyone take that as gospel. That's just me verbalising how I feel it should be. Yeah, um, it's a good theory. It's a good theory. Let's stick with it. But, you know, like for dill and coriander for me, like I know sometimes I'll pick, I just always pinch a leaf and smell yeah. it like in the soup. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just like, ugh, it just doesn't smell like Yeah, much. Anymore. No. You get yeah. properly grown stuff in beautiful soil and all of that and it hasn't been transported for long periods of yes. time. Or, or
1: refrigerated. Or refrigerated, ever. yeah, yeah. Or you grow- with limp.
0: Limp. You grow your own and just the smell that comes out of it does stuff to your like your yeah. sensory yeah. limbic it's system. system. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Rocket, because I actually forgot about Rocket, but Rocket's one of my all-time faves. Oh, like Rocket, Rocket as a bitter. Mm like in terms of what it does like stimulates your digestion kicks in like your gallbladder and your liver like there's so much that having bitter greens with food does just from a digestive mm. point of view little in yeah. the nutrients that it contains so Definitely. so if we're on bitters we've got like rocket and dive dandelion greens mm. helping with some others okay, my top <laughs> ones my top yeah. one. and easy to easily accessible Ondib, endi- On deep, how do you say that word? Endive. Endive, endive yeah. yeah what about like so just i said the european way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cilantro it's not korean Oh, my God. <laughs> so what about, what about like, just from a herbal perspective, then Page Like, obviously, that's all stuff that all of us do religiously yeah. with our food. But I know sage is something that I often see in um, herbal concoctions.
2: Yeah. So sage something that's used as a liquid? Hormones. Yeah, um, okay. for like, menopausal okay. um, oh, wow. complaints as well. Like, sage is used a lot. Um, yeah. It's like hot flushes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then in terms of bitters, I love like one of my favourite herbs. It's called gentian um, and it's like a really bitter herb. I often mix that with like ginger, so ginger and gentian and that is like a digestive tonic that I'll often give to people before meals to stimulate that digestion. Um, And, yeah, so gentian's amazing. I love that. And it's really interesting because herbs as well have um, like kind of thermogenic properties so heat and cold and things like that so gentian is cold and ginger is hot so combining them that kind of Mm. Ah. has that effect on the body as well um so yeah that's probably one of my favorite bitter herbs um
0: what about like is in terms of liquids like are any of like like parsley dill or coriander any of them translate into liquid not really not really yeah what about um and i like more
1: for, like, an antimicrobial perspective. Oregano. Thyme, oregano, yes. and basil, rosemary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, let's rosemary, break some of those
2: oregano, down. thyme. Yeah. Um, they're used
0: a lot in antimicrobial um, mixes. Yeah. Um, so and a seed as
2: well, mm. sarsaparilla.
0: So from an antimicrobial perspective, like, obviously utilising – like, I know even with my salads, like, depending on what I'm making, I will, like, shred fresh thyme into salads. Mm. I don't use fresh rosemary, but I always cook with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, basil I use a lot of yes. oh, fresh oregano I freaking love in salads I feel oh. like everyone uses dried oregano which mm. is okay don't get me wrong and it has it's like to me I'm like, it has it's place like <laughs> it is good but fresh oregano in a salad mm. mix like depending on the mm. type of salad that you're making you don't mm. want to flavour clash with your herbs but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome yeah. but then when you kind of translate that through into some of the um, you know antimicrobial supplements that we use mm. in the clinic like these are the you know these are the starts of the starts, the types of things you can tell I'm on holidays. Yeah, like my, holiday mode. <laughs> my brain just doesn't <laughs> Feels like we all are. translate through a my day. tongue. Um, so obviously, like, these are things that, you know, we start to see in a lot of those, you know, antimicrobial things that we give to our clients. Mm. So, you know, A, you can just spend a lot of time looking after your gut, doing this from a food-based perspective every damn day, and you'll be getting amazing benefits from utilising those foods every day in your diet. But then when you need that next level step up, we have – tablets that they've been you know compressed into mm. and obviously you know concentrated and then we can use them but then you obviously have the liquid version yep. of them again as well so what should we start with well like, i just
1: want to say before that before the tablets and the liquids the other thing that i will often do if we're doing gut work is kind of almost prescribe um making pestos yeah I, um, I do so, chimichurris yeah so yeah. you know jess has a really good pesto that oregano yeah. and basil pesto I yep. think it is on the website and it's one that I constantly mm. am trying to get my clients to make because it's such a good one just to add in yeah. for yeah for gut health and, and yeah. I think
0: that kind with the pesto you get um olive oil which is we could do a whole podcast on olive oil. Yes, anyway, please, can we? <laughs> 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 yes. love it. Olive oil. Yeah, you get garlic in a pesto. So, we've already banged on about garlic. And then the rest of a pesto, you can chuck chili in it, you get lemon in it. Mm. But then the rest of a pesto, Chaves. from a her- herbal point of view, is oh. up to your own interpretation. Mm. Like, I don't think I've ever made one pesto the same. The same. Like, you can just Mm-mm. jam pack oregano, basil, thyme, um, parsley, yeah. kale. I made a kale one the other day. Did you? Mm. Yeah. And I, th- I love what I love about pestos is like, you look at, if you laid out
1: all of the greens or what, all mm. of the herbs that you are putting in a pesto, there's so much. Yeah, like you never eat that. No, you never eat that. And then you kind of just, uh, you know, whiz it up together. And one tablespoon of that is mm. like, I don't know, you would be like, like a, a cup or something. Like a bloody antimicrobial powerhouse. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's why, yeah, I love pestos. Yeah.
0: And they taste delicious. And they taste delicious. So, yeah.
1: I think they're underused as I well. Feel like I, so. I feel like
0: they think so. I feel like food as medicine, realistically, is very underused. Mm. Like, there's, I, or just probably not appreciated too much. Yeah, like, I, th- like, I think, like, with pestos, for example, people don't make
1: them mm. a lot, you know, like themselves. Like, they just go and buy a pesto yeah. for like a pesto pasta yeah. chicken. <laughs> Yeah, recipe
0: yeah, or something yeah. like that. It's like so easy, though. But but yeah, and it's a you... it's a great way with pestos to use up leftover stuff. Like oh, I quite yeah. often know, like I'm not for someone who you know lives alone. I don't. I will rarely eat an entire bunch of kale. Like herbs, I have no issues going mm. through. But you know, if I've got yeah. random little bits of leftover parsley stems, mm. like who throws, I don't throw the stems out. You guys stem throw out Like the no. I put them in smoothies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. Like there's all these ways or that I you cook them, them
1: through curries or something. Yeah, yeah. Corey Oh, Yeah. Yeah,
0: so I feel like I'm... Um yeah, when people tell me they don't like coriander, I'm really like, I'm just beside myself. So like, like who do. are you? No, honestly, like, coriander <laughs> is What's one of those... I can't speak to you. It's one of those dividers. It that, is. I've got a girlfriend hey, she hates it. My parents, I'm not even allowed to bring coriander. Yeah, my like, parents hate it too. I'm not allowed to bring it into their house oh because dad has a theory that if it's in his fridge, like, say we're doing a big dinner together or something, I'm like, I'll do the salad. Like, I'm not allowed to bring coriander or cucumber into oh. the vicinity of his house because he what? thinks that the cucumber and the coriander sit in his veggie section of his Fridge and suck the flavors out of the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> That's his theory, and he also reckons that you know he can be eating something. He's like, this has been in contact with coriander. Oh so my like, god! Oh mate, no, but <laughs> isn't there?
1: You know how people say coriander uh, tastes like soap like yeah like some tastes people like
0: liquid heaven well, no.
1: <laughs> honestly some people have this thing and i think it's a genetic thing to do with the, their taste buds It'd or something it would be like maybe garlic and salt fashion pasta like, yeah salsa. like yeah. it's it's people honestly think that it
0: tastes like there's soap. something else that wow. people say tastes Lavender. like ah oh. But, oh no there's something to say oh, that i can't remember what herbert is now but the people got taste like black ants i've heard oh. that before what, what is it so like, oh, how yeah.
1: do people know what black ants? yeah like?
0: did you not eat ants as a kid <laughs>
1: <laughs> no And <When> i like <laughs> looking down at you like no peasant, <laughs>
0: peasant. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> you running around madly.
0: <laughs> i have my tonka truck in a sandpit and ants to eat all right leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny.
2: But lavender tastes like soap. Yeah, a little I, bit. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. I think yeah. lavender is amazing. I've had, had lavender cooked into like cheesecakes and stuff. And oh, I know, like, it's yeah, it's beautiful. So, yeah,
2: yeah. Um,
1: okay. I
0: lavender gin. Yes, Remember? yes. Oh. Yeah, it was so good. Anything you can infuse into gin is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but on the topic of herbs, um, <laughs> lavender is like
2: amazing for um, anxiety, <laughs> depression. Mm. Um, insomnia Mm. so I use it a lot for those kind of clients who are really sort of um, like your clients um, oh, I used it for her when she wasn't sleeping. Um, oh, yeah, and she had to, like Like, when they've tried everything else yeah. and nothing else is really working, I'm, like, going with the lavender. I'm so glad <laughs> I just
0: – so this was just, like, a, one of those impromptu – I feel like I've said that word twice on this podcast. <laughs> I, that's my word for the day. So literally, like, I had a client of mine and we've done heaps of work together and all this stuff, but she just had this one last thing where just insomnia, like, just not sleeping all and all she, that. And she came in I hadn't seen her for a while and – I was just like, like I was just like, I just need Paige in here for this. I literally walked into your office and Broke like, Paige, me in. <laughs> Paige, can you please come sit in on this console? Because I feel like she's really gonna benefit from this. And realistically, I didn't do like we went through the food side of things, food's on point, so much other stuff was on point. I'm just like nutritionally and from a nutritional supplement point of mm. view, you're taking what you need. Let's just bang some herbs on top of this. And she slept amazingly to wow. the point where when she ran out like yeah it wasn't great we had to we had to pronto get them again yeah we did but it was just I think that was a really nice example sometimes where you know you have these concentrated you know properties or therapeutic doses mm. of food like yeah. food into a, you know a, a medicinal little potion yeah and it just complements everything else sometimes I do find with liquid herbs and that is why I love them they're just like that last little cog in the wheel totally you know what I yeah. mean or same yeah. hormones or stress stuff like there's so much amazing things we do with food and we do with nutritional supplementation mm. and we do with stress management and lifestyle intervention, all of that. And then, you know, then some, sometimes you just bring herbs and it's just like liquid herbs and it's just like this final piece of the puzzle. Yeah, and it's just
2: definitely.
0: Like, oh. yeah, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, I always think that herbs
1: are like the bodies, human bodies and herbs are meant to go together. Like they just yeah. work so synergistically, um, you know, yeah. when I, I always think compared to a pharmaceutical medication, which, you know, which has usually kind of only one or two mechanisms of action. It's meant to, you know, say, put you to sleep. Yeah. Um, and it will just literally put you to sleep will force you into this sleep. Um, but I feel like if you have a herbal mix with a few herbs um, and you take that for sleep, it's doing that. But it also, it's doing so, so Much many more. other things because mm-hmm. it's working on all these different systems of the body. I feel like it's like body. a little sand
0: bucket analogy, like where you've got like rocks in the bucket mm. and, you know, then you, you know, and pebbles and stuff like that, there's still just a few little gaps that need to be filled and you pour, like, you know, the sand into the bucket and it just fills up those gaps. And that's what I picture herbs doing sometimes in the human body. Like, there's just still these little loopholes or little bits that just haven't quite, you know, you know, synced yet. And then herbs kind of just go in and just make that happen. Yeah. Like (laughs) like a synergy
1: with the body that they just, yeah. 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 Don't get me wrong, like, pharmaceuticals are needed sometimes and obviously, like, Mm. they can be very, very potent and powerful. But... Herbs, honestly, I think, like, I feel like we're almost given everything that we need to just on the earth, you know what I mean? Like, totally getting so hippie here. But
0: (laughs) But um, a lot of pharmaceuticals are actually made from Made from plants. Oh, I was going to say that. They start originally with a plant-based source and and then it just gets pharmaceutically altered and biochemically changed. And then all of a sudden they have this thing that – exerts a certain you know illicit action in the yeah, body so yeah. most of most of the, our greatest pharmaceuticals have have a plant-based origin yeah. which yeah. i think is really important to know as well yeah. so cool um turmeric should we just talk yeah. about oh, yeah, the, real, the one that like um everyone bangs on about like yeah. turmeric for so many reasons um any i just think of anti-inflammatory i think of antioxidant mm-hmm. and i think um there's a lot of research with obviously you know turmeric not you know, obviously, using it from a food based point of view, you'll get all those properties. But obviously, getting into the curcuminoids c- mm-hmm. and all of that like, mm. obviously, there's so much research going on with that and depression at the moment, mm. and you know, obviously, inflammatory conditions and stuff like that as well. But turmeric is definitely something that is available as a liquid herb as well. So, yes, oh, yeah. so you use it in your food, your smoothies, grade it into things, all of that. But then, if you really want to get into it, you can go through supplements and then into the liquid stuff. And I feel mm. like I've seen some pretty cool stuff with liquid turmeric. Mm.
1: And the liver, too. So we use it oh, yeah. a lot for liver health. Yeah. that phase, too. Nice. I think with turmeric, though, as well, like, everyone knows about it. And I had someone come in the other day, and they're like, oh, I tried, like, I had tried turmeric one time, and, like, I tried, I don't know, a turmeric latte or something, and, I, and they just put, like, a teeny bit of turmeric, like, probably crappy quality yeah. turmeric powder mm-hmm. in and tried to make a latte out of it. And they're like, I didn't notice anything. I was really disappointed.
0: I'm like... <laughs> Oh wow! I feel like I've heard that about cinnamon as well. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of really amazing research out there with cinnamon in terms mm. of you know blood sugar regulation oh, yeah. and all of that. But we're not just talking about your a pinch, a pinch, and your shitty supermarket quality yeah. you know, ground turmeric. We're talking about a specific constituent of turmeric mm. that has been extracted and researched and then used <clears throat> at a therapeutic dose. Yeah. So that's where you know I think too. Like, don't I feel like don't give up on your food based stuff just because you don't feel something automatically if you have a at glatte and you don't Mm. feel like your um, arthritis is cured like it's not about that like we're talking about systemic inflammatory conditions or we're talking about things like that we need to understand that there's so much more that comes into Mm. it um, Mm. than just you know a single magic bullet fix yeah
1: absolutely but
0: from a food-based point of view like there's so many things you can do medicinally Mm. with herbs and you know like like root things like turmeric mm. and ginger and your bulbs, like your garlics mm. and you know, chili. We didn't even touch on chili, but bloody hell, I have a oh whole lot of affair with chili that everyone knows about. And cayenne and Pepper, like, you know what?
1: You are yeah. saved in my phone. Carissa, and then with a chili <laughs> next to you, and a chili emoji, and an avocado emoji. <laughs> I don't know, one time, before, oh, you bought me an avocado yeah, with, yeah, yeah. and so that's just like... I
0: feel like I just have a love affair with like, yeah, just whole, like certain whole foods, like chili is one, ginger yep. is one, banana, yep. um, avocado I do love, like yep. I can literally just pour salt and lemon on an avocado and just eat it out of the shell, yep. um, eggs are another one, like yep. mean eggs. It's just bizarre. So good. <laughs> um, so going back to the herbs we were just talking about, I just
1: reminded me I made a, like a curry last night, and curries are such a great way to kind of incorporate all of these herbs. I put mm. literally I had diced uh, garlic, which it, the recipe called, no <laughs> called for two, and coughing fit. The recipe called for two, I think I put about six in. Mm-hmm. Um, garlic, I had grated fresh ginger, nice. grated fresh turmeric, nice. I had fresh chilli. Um, so literally all of these things, some yeah. olive oil, um, oh, and that was, the, and some coriander stems. And that was like, that was oh literally gosh. the base of this, um, yeah. curry, which, oh my God, I can't wait to have it today. But yeah, so. Did you bring
0: some for me for lunch? No. You know I have no lunch today. Oh, i sorry. I didn't bring myself my for myself and Paige's birthday and you're not even feeding us. Oh, God. You're, you're shit. <laughs> I'll feed you this weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, Yeah, that looked amazing on your Insta story. Yeah, it Mm. It just reminded me, like,
1: speaking of herbs, like, that's – curries are a a really classic way that you can, yeah, bring all these herbs in together. And I love using the proper, like, turmeric root, like, grating it up, ginger root proper yeah. ginger
2: yeah crap. No lime that. leaves like, oh nice. how put those good those in my curries they like seriously next level like yeah. i feel like, like there's so town. many things food
0: wise <laughs> like i have a bit of i have a love affair with bay leaves as well yeah yes. like bay leaves for me like cloves. oh we're now we're getting into the spices we weren't yeah anyway. like but like bay leaves, like getting into cloves cardamom like mm. there's like oh there's star anise like there's mm, all yes. these other things like there's just <clears> i feel like People who don't utilize what we have at our fingertips in terms mm. of food, like bar out, there's so much amazing stuff yeah. you can do from a flavor perspective, but again, also from boosting mm. your own health. Yeah, definitely. I think that's where, to me, like, you know, even say someone's going, um,
1: we're going through a gut protocol or, you know, and there's certain mm. foods or someone's really sensitive to certain foods and we're working through some intolerances mm. and we're healing the gut and, um, people are having a, a certain number of veggies, and they're not having another. You know, maybe the higher fodmap veggies or whatnot. And they're like, oh, you know, I'm getting pretty bored with the, the way I'm eating. And I'm like, in you know, my mind, I'm like, how? Yeah, but I, I totally get I it. Get it as I, well, I get yeah. it. Like, you know, but yeah,
0: spices. Not, every, not you know, everyone are born foodies and born creatives. Yeah, in the absolutely. And yeah. I, like, I totally I get that, totally but understand. I do. My mind does the same thing. I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah, but
1: you know. Uh, herbs and spices are at the forefront of how you kind of make
0: anything taste amazing. Yeah, and like Mm -hmm.
1: the same veggies, if you are having the same veggies for maybe four weeks, something like that, because you're, you're doing this kind of elimination diet or whatnot. You know, it's that is how you get all yeah, the flavors and the way you cook them. You can cook them different ways. You can prepare them yeah. different ways. You can add pestos to things. You can add you chim- know I'm obsessed with chimy But you yeah. can add chimy yeah. to
0: everything. You changes just, the whole changes the whole Flavor in the dish. Don't you know, get bored. Yeah, and I do know that there are certain. Like I've got a girlfriend, and she did ask me once to write out because she was just she just didn't understand how to use herbs in food, just a really basic yeah. level. The flavors <laughs> that go with each other. So I'm like, right, yes. if you want more of like your Asian style cuisine, like you. You go, like for me, I go garlic, onion, yeah, Ginger. 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 (laughs) <laughs> turmeric, coriander, yeah. um, coriander, basil. There's all those different yeah. things. If you're going more in Italian or Mediterranean, yeah. you've got like your parsley, your rosemary, your thyme, oregano. oregano. Like, so yeah. there are certain things that, yeah, on a basic level, you. Compare, if you're if you really need ideas, you need to understand sometimes. Otherwise, you can just throw a whole heap of stuff in, and it doesn't taste amazing. But that stuff's so accessible. Like, have a look. Mm, like, just Google Google. Like, yeah, yeah, basically, like, there's enough companies now that have even just done. Herb tables for people, so that mm. if, so you just really can't go too mm. wrong mm. with all of that kind of stuff. Um but Yeah, I feel like we get really excited about it, but it's only because we know a how great it is, but b mm. like you can you can cook the exact same dish of roast pumpkin and beets for three weeks in a row and I guarantee you you can completely change the dish with what you add to that every time you roast it. Like, for Mm. example, pumpkin sometimes for me, I'll do a sweet pumpkin so I will do cinnamon, cinnamon, ginger, honey, roasted almonds on top of that. Sometimes I'll do more like a Moroccan style pumpkin Um, so it'll get like, you know, a Moroccan spice blend and it'll get paprika and it'll get Mm. parsley and it'll get garlic and, you know, totally
1: different flavor.
0: Totally different flavor and then sometimes you might want to do like a Mediterranean pumpkin thing so Mm. you're going to add parsley, garlic, rosemary, thyme, Like there's three – there's one vegetable, pumpkin, and three completely different ways you can make it taste from a flavor Mm. perspective. So – and then, you know, I think too from a gut perspective, like what I try and talk to a lot of my clients about is how much our gut thrives on diversity. So yes, if you're having issues with eating a lot of foods and you're on this restricted diet – expose your gut to so many different things from a herbal perspective Mm. because you know Mm. like that they every different herb has so many different amazing properties from Mm. a food-based perspective in terms of what you can expose your Mm. gut to from a you know with nutrients and you know all that kind of jazz but anyway Mm.
1: um i just wanted to talk about mint for a second i know i was gonna yeah i was just thinking about our herb garden at the moment and you Mm. know what it's such a shame because we live in an apartment and we have a balcony and my husband lovingly takes care of our herbs. I'm a herb killer. I'm a herb lover, but I'm a herb killer. Um, do not and garden. Do not garden or indoor plant killer. But anyway, so Brandon <laughs> takes care of the herbs. But at the moment, um, he's so funny. Like, so our, he planted a few things together. I think he's still learning, but... The mint. Do plant. not plant mint with anything oh, else. Oh my goodness! The mint plant <laughs> literally over, overtook everything. It yeah. sucked the life out and of every thing other herb. And is because their
0: roots are runners as well. So what oh. you find out with mint, especially when you put it in, I've made the mistake when I used to garden. Yeah. Like when I first started. I feel like everyone makes everyone makes the mistake. mistake, and you do learn. But there's certain plants you know need to be on pots on their on their own, and mint is one of them. So yep. They just send out root runners, and they pop up everywhere. But in the yeah. same time, they just go along and be like, I'm going to take the nutrition oh, from the yeah. rest of the herbs mint, I, mean, I love putting mint in salad like oh, summer shit. salads i yeah. use mint every day in mint my in salads. smoothies as well like oh, yeah. yeah and
1: tea tea like mint yeah. with green tea it's delicious yeah. like fresh mint i use yeah. a lot of my tea and um, tea. yeah i put um mint in salads with other greens and then yes. like fruits yeah yes. so like, like strawberries orange and strawberries mm. and blueberries watermelon and yeah
0: yes yep. yes watermelon and mint. mint is amazing yes. it's funny i went through a stage where i actually detested mint and i think i might have talked about some podcast back like Jonks ago, but no one will probably remember because it was Jonks ago. But I actually had like this real hate relationship with mint for years. It's only the last, I think, three or four years I've actually been able to tolerate mint again because yeah. when we were kids. Mum and dad also used to grow a lot of herbs and stuff like that as well, but they had meat growing everywhere. And apparently as kids, like, we used to just grab handfuls of it and shove it into our mouths. So, so, you know, we'd always be eating it. And then I remember as a as a young adult and then in my 20s as well, I just had this aversion to mint. How dad feels about coriander. Like, yeah. if you're having roast lamb and someone put meat jelly oh. out, I would nearly vomit at oh, the table wow. when I was a kid. Like, just... I was so – I just hated it. And then same with, like, mint in anything. Like, just couldn't do it. Like, if mint mm. was in a salad, I'd have to pick it out. Oh, wow. And then all of a sudden, yeah, in the last few years, thank God that has worn off and I'm yeah. back on the mint bandwagon I love and, it. So – Like mint mean chocolate. Mm-mm-mm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Classic <laughs> that, true. combo. <laughs> so we've only got like a tiny bit of time left because Paige has a client. However, I just wanted to touch on a couple of things just from a herbal perspective. Just I think a, I wanted to clarify and you did start to explain a little bit before, but I think with herbs becoming um, something that's really on the forefront in a lot of over-the-counter preparations now, um, stress, manage, stress mm. stuff, all of that, like uh, there's a few terms that are getting thrown around a lot mm. um, and you did sort of cover it before, but I feel like adaptogenic is something that is
1: it's
0: use a, a buzzword. It's a buzzword. Yeah. So adaptogenic in a nutshell, just so people listening can understand, like obviously from what Em said before, not all herbs are adaptogenics. Yeah. So
2: whatever, um, explain. <laughs> so, so they do help our bodies kind of adapt to the stress that we're currently going through. So I do use them a lot in liquid herbs. Um, yes, there are a lot of things out there in the market that are like adaptogenic buzzword. I feel like oh, – I feel like it is probably a bit of a buzzword and yeah. maybe not everything is an adaptogen. Um, and similarly with that as well, like you, obviously liquid herbs do have the higher potency and they're stronger mm. um, and I'm biased towards them. But yeah, so basically they just help out and they and like I said, they can help our immune system adapt. They can help our nervous system adapt. Um, so they essentially just help our body to adapt to whatever's kind of going on around us, like environmental stresses, Um like I've put them in your hair for Chris and being like, well you're always. not always stressed, but <laughs> I, I guess always yeah, there's always weight. a lot on. Yeah. So it kind of just helps your body deal with Deals that, it, like your yeah. nervous system and then so you don't get like you still feel run down
1: but your body kind of copes a little bit better. Yeah. Um yeah. I always think of adapt um adaptations with
0: adrenals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they support like, your adrenals. I feel like Paige just pretty much needs to give me adrenal adapt in <laughs> an ivy drip. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But they can be so, you know, if someone's so adrenally depleted, like I feel like I noticed such a difference. If you whack when them on, them. if you whack them on some strong adaptogenic herbs, yeah. for a consistent period of time, oh my god, <laughs> it can change the way they're feeling. Quite, yeah, and quite, quite quickly. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: And that's I think where I get uh, not annoyed, but it's it's hard sometimes when there are so many like things out there that are like, oh, I'm adaptogen, and people don't feel that great after they've taken them for like ever, and they are kind of just. Hmm. They're not that wasting money, maybe, and they're not yeah, that. They're not really doing anything like, oh, well, that didn't work for me. Um, but in, in saying that, though, they can. Like, obviously, yes, yeah. everyone's tolerance and everyone's kind of levels of, of stress and 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 how they
0: um, but I- adapt, and then I guess. Um, okay. I feel like too, but that's where it comes back to, like, again, like herbs like nutrition and like food, it needs to be individualized. Totally, yes. Like yeah. the like the level of adaptogenic herbs you would give me, and depending on what was in my concoction, would not be what you would give Emma because we're in no. completely different places exactly. in terms of where our stress management or our stress levels are Um, in terms of how our adrenals are functioning. Yeah. Like M I actually feel like is – has done a lot of work with her adrenals because she comes from a chronic fatigue history yes. and she's built herself back up. So she doesn't need what I need at the moment. Exactly. So if we're both to go out and buy the same over-the-counter stress herbal preparation, yeah. mm. it's not. It, it might work for me but it might not work for Emma. It Absolutely. might not work for either of us. Yeah. And I do know with um, adrenal herbs, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but there's you need to know where the adrenals are at to to know what you're going to prescribe because yep. there are things that can actually ramp them up more definitely and actually support them. Is that Yes, great? especially
2: especially with like cortisol, like low mm. and high cortisol. So you yeah. kind
0: of don't want to be mucking around with
2: herbs because they'll um, like Em was saying before, like they'll they'll modulate things and they have like such a, such a synergistic effect, but. You kind of yeah, you kind of need to know that they all have their place. So I yeah. think that's where, again, and probably all herbalists will say this, that it is quite upsetting that you can get all this out, out, over-the-counter stuff yeah. first without having spoken to anyone because it's like that could be potentially doing you more harm than good. And we know that with food and, um, and supplements, and supplements yeah. as well. So I think that's why it's so important to get individualised support and care and, and talk to someone who kind of knows what they're talking about rather than just going and grabbing a bottle of over-the-counter stuff because mm. it, it could potentially be doing more mm. harm than good mm, yeah um especially with adrenals yeah so especially yeah. with that low and high cortisol because yeah. often they can mirror each other or yeah. mimic each other yes yeah.
0: well my cortisol for example is very low so yeah i need stuff that supports that not stimulates it more whereas M I feel like would be different like maybe you know five or eight years ago depending on when your mm. fatigue stuff was you yeah. you would have been there now but you're not there now mm. so
2: we yeah and sometimes as well like when you are chronically fatigued or have chronic fatigue it too, it, sometimes it can be too much like mm. some you have to work really slowly like you can't just whack someone on adrenal herbs and say oh there you go you're done like you'll feel, um, you'll feel better mm. sometimes you don't sometimes mm. you feel worse because it's too much too soon yeah um So yeah, I think that's something to be
0: aware of. I'm gonna just throw you in the hot seat. You've literally got, let me tell you, you've got four minutes before your client. Okay. So mid so minute, I'll give you three. Rapid fire. So three minutes. Rapid fire questions. I know it's probably a bit of a like a open like slather question. Mm. But give us your three like sort of fave liquid herbs like something you feel like you've either seen amazing results with or you feel like from a therapeutic or Mm. like property point of view or from just their you know far reaching effects in the body like that's something? like asking me to pick a favourite child. That's like asking <laughs> Not that I have children, but if I did. But that's like asking <laughs> us to pick a favourite food too. Yeah. So just give us, like, give us a couple that you feel like, you know, we've spoken about licorice and stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. That, but just something that you feel like, or maybe even your un- favourite underrated herbs or something, like something that people don't know a lot about that you're like, oh, this yeah. is actually pretty shit hot and people don't appreciate it.
2: Um, I'm
0: just literally putting you on the spot. I really like Vitex. So Vitex, most
2: mm. people may have heard of that. Taste tree, yeah. Or, or taste Yeah, 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 yeah And a lot of like hormonal um conditions and complaints and things like that it's really nourishing for um yes our lady garden and it's really good for supporting progesterone (laughs) um supporting progesterone so i love that i love that for for that reason and and it's a really beautiful plant as well so i love chase tree um what else i'm just trying to think sorry peony is a really nice one or peony, Mm. peony however you want to say it um that's a really nice nourishing one and it's really good for our hormones our lady garden again um so hormones and it also is uh really good for our brains it's a brain tonic um which most people don't yeah, most people use it for mainly the hormones. I've only ever heard about it used um, for But it's a really nice – it I is have. an adaptogen and it is a really nice brain tonic as well. I've heard that world. about
0: chaste tree as well. I've read some research a couple of years ago now about chaste tree and dopamine, which was really yes. interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that about yeah. I'm obviously not a herbalist, but it is something yeah. that is in some Definitely stuff that we prescribe. Dopamine. And when I outsource for you for herbs and stuff like that, like it is yeah. something that I have seen in mixes. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't realize that. So Yeah.
2: And like um, I've used – chased a little bit in people with migraines like that are uh, uh, cyclical migraines yeah. and it works yeah. quite well for that yeah. as well um and then oh there's so many there's no. like so so many i sorry um, i love gentian again i mentioned that before ginger and gentian they're up there um shisandra is a really nice one mm. another nice one for hormones i'm mentioning all hormones what hormone ones what shisandra i stress one as well
0: yeah, 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 so
2: it's a berry. So shisandra's yeah. a berry. Um, yeah. I actually think they make it in the, um, like, the Super Feast brand make a shisandra powder, like oh, wow. the like wow. the mushroom powder, but they make a shisandra one. Um, so that's a really no- nice one too. Bacopa. Ah, which is Brahmi, the yeah. Ayurvedic Brahmi. Um, so that's a really lovely one for – it's a really good adaption and it's a really nice brain tonic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and all like then all you've got all your Nervine tonics, so I love those as well, like your nervous system support. So oats is actually one that we use as a liquid, um, so that's really nice and nourishing for the nervous system. Um, withania, which everyone's heard of now, or ashwagandha, mm-hmm. they're yeah. the same. So withania yeah. and ashwagandha are the same, so everyone's putting that in there lattes
0: and whatever,
1: that at the moment. In the turmeric latte. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean a shroom, shroom. mushroom, turmeric, and ashwagandha. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So that's a um, really popular (laughs) one at the moment too, so Ubaltania is a really nice one. Yeah, I could go on all day. I think, yeah, thank you.
0: I feel like there is heaps. I feel like, yeah. If you want to know more, just come and talk to me. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, all right, well, you've got a client. Um, yeah. I feel like – is there anything else you guys wanted to chuck in because we've literally all got to mm. chat with folks now, mm. so. No, but I think that – And I am busted. I'm busted like, my <laughs> only, face is actually red. Oh, I, oh my God.
1: <laughs> Flex those muscles.
0: Um, Probably I, think, cool. I think the only <laughs> thing I wanted to add is,
1: is that, yeah, like – obviously as nutritionists like we are all about food using food as number one and as, as our you page. but then at yeah. the JCN clinic here like having Paige to be as a naturopath and you know starting to utilize her a lot more mm. for those clients that just need that little bit of um, extra support in terms of herbal mm. nourishment like it's such a great it's position that a... we're in here and I yeah, think that um, I agree. yeah and I think that Paige has so much to offer, like, obviously. And she's
0: such a beautiful little soul. Like, I Aww. don't know if you guys can tell by just hearing her talk, but she's just gorgeous. So <laughs> Aww.
2: Yeah. Thanks, guys. I'm glad this is not a video because I'm bright right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I think just experimenting with herbs, like experimenting with, obviously, the the, um, the plant and the culinary herbs. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to, yeah. to just put them in your food and experiment with them, put them in salads. Like, yeah, you might not, but... Might not get the flavor combinations right the first go, but mm. just
0: have fun with it. Yeah. Like, don't
2: take it too seriously. Just have fun and grab mm. some at the farmers markets and.
0: Start with two. Like, the the if you're food. really new to the herbal yeah. world, like, if you're really new to this world of, you know, yeah. usually, using culinary. I can't even culinary. Culinary. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, my God. Okay, so if you're new to that world, start with some basic stuff. Grab some parsley and grab some dill or grab some coriander. If you feel like coriander is too strong, start with your real basic stuff. Like pick a cuisine or something like that or a flavour that you are more drawn to to start with and start with two or three basic herbs and just experiment. Make a pesto, make a chimichurri, put them fresh into your salads, Get some ginger and use ginger in different ways. Like teas. It, teas. Yeah. Like there's just – there's so much you can do for yourself every day with these amazing little things. Mm. Um, just get on board. Yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah. if you want to know more about herds, chat to Paige. Yeah. yeah. yeah liquid form. <laughs> Send her messages on Instagram. You can email us at the clinic. Mm. If you are, yeah, interested at all in herbal stuff, yeah. Um, we have her now so yes, very exciting hit her up <laughs> cool well you've got a client so you feel free to run and i will okay yeah thanks love bye. bye bye enjoy um so as usual guys yeah um if you have any questions at all you can um, hit any of us up on social media you can email us reception at au. if you love our podcast Share it, leave it a five star rating. Take a screenshot and Take share it. Take a screenshot on, and share it and on stuff. your socials. Lots of people are doing that and that is yeah. great. Like our podcasts are just honestly here to keep it real and get the message out to you guys. Talk about stuff that we feel passionate about, which is usually mm. food and everything that stems from
1: that. And also talk about it in a really relaxed manner. I think that this like our <laughs> podcasts are, yeah, they're they've got some swearing and they've got some you know, Mostly some from Emma because and-
0: my mouth is pure, oh.
1: <laughs> and you know they're a little less structured than the other podcasts that you might hear, but. That's the beauty of our podcast, yeah. I think. And so share why, the love. We yeah, just want to like... get our
0: message out there as much as we can. Yeah,
1: exactly. And as always, if you've got any topics that you'd like us to, to cover, cover yes. please let us know. Let us know. Yeah, we've got
0: a couple in the pipeline. We've actually yeah. got one coming up on breast implant illness mm. which and just the all the topics around that at the moment, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a bit of a hot topic one. Yeah. We're going to cover inflammation soon as well. That was actually a crest from one of my clients, but inflammation is such a buzzword. At the moment, like it's always oh. it's always been something for us, so that's why I feel like I just didn't realize it was such a buzzy thing at the moment. But yeah, it is apparently. So we're gonna talk about inflammation, what you need to know, what you what you need to be concerned about, what you don't need to be concerned about, yeah. why inflammation is as necessary as being in you know taking any inflammatory. Mm. oh my god i Mm. didn't even say that right but anyway i'm on holiday (laughs) tomorrow and it's my birthday and my (laughs)
1: brain carissa has already switched off (laughs) i
0: haven't even switched off i'm just in overdrive i think because i know how much shit i have to do before i walk out all right we're gonna go because we got clients and it's thursday and we hope you loved our podcast and we'll chat to you soon thanks guys thanks guys Bye. bye